Welcome to Cat Spina Music. Today I am talking with Randy Ellison, and he is a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, fusing rock, soul, gospel, blues, funk to create his sound. And you are coming to us today from the Detroit area, is that right? Yes, right outside of Detroit. Our connection is related to Jordy Gillespie and Unleashed Music. So I was at a conference upstate New York last summer and had a sit down with Jordy about some of the ways to expand as a musician and, and get a little bit more active. And, and it's been great. So our paths have crossed because of that. And so it's been so great to know you on social media and learn more about um, what you're doing and hear your music. So how about we start with, because this is something that's really been going on my mind. Um, now that things are still feeling a bit heavy with resurgence of, of cases and, and COVID still being a threat for us. What has it been like for you um, in the mindset of trying to be discovered basically digitally right now? What has been some of your insights of this and, and what does maybe a typical week look like for you on engaging with your fans? Well, you know, that's a really good question because I think it's been really difficult for a lot of uh, artists, musicians, um, you know, any type of person that interacts with, um, you know, the general public and because that, that, is, that isn't there right now. So uh, it's been quite a challenge and I've, you know, seen it from the A-listers to, you know, just the person that normally does coffee shops. It's been quite a challenge. And for me, what I've been trying to do is just to stay active, um, to stay engaged with my, you know, with my gift and be able to continue to create, um, be able to. And I've really worked hard to write new music. Uh, I mean, that kind of comes natural, but just making sure that I don't cut that off because there's you know, not an opportunity to you know, release that music to people per se, you know, at, a, at an event or a show. And so I've just been really mindful of creating music. I've been mindful of uh, sharing music, going online and doing, you know, um, you know live uh, streaming, which a lot of people have enjoyed. A lot of people have uh, liked. It's been a way for my friends and fans, if you want to call it that, to be able to uh, stay connected to me and to uh, hear uh, music that I'm doing and hear about the things that I'm focused on. And so just being able to stay connected, I think, you know, through playing music, uh, live, showcasing songs, and then just still having the streaming outlets that are available. So, For somebody like yourself who feeds off of a really large audience and a live audience at that, what is that like for you? How has that changed your approach? Well, it's, it's very different. Um, yeah. normally, you know, I'm used to, like you said, I'm used to being out in front of a crowd, uh, playing off of that crowd, interacting with that crowd. And so it took a little bit to get adjusted to, and you had to really just kind of, uh, you know, you could see that, that, you know, people were, um, joining the listening party and that there were people there, which was great, 
but there's nothing like being able to have people in front of your face and, and crowd and people, you know, standing up, clapping and dancing, and then you being able to interact with them. So it took a little bit at first to just kind of get over that. Um, <laughs> yep. As musicians and, you know, performers, we have to, this is what I did basically. I mean, you start off there in the first place, right? You start off um, playing in front of no one anyways. And <laughs> how you get to be able to um, visualize and get better and create whatever it is that you want to be. If you're a singer, if you're a dancer, you sing in front of the mirror, you, uh, you play guitar in front of the mirror, you, you, know, you play drums by yourself. And so uh, it's almost really just going back full circle with that. And then being able to realize and, and imagine the people on the other side and, vis- and to visualize that. So, yeah. Oh, I love that perspective. That's really, really interesting because now it just kind of brings me back to when I was a young girl, eight years old, singing and singing to the mirror and imagining myself on a big stage. I've never heard somebody ex- explain their live stream experience from that perspective where you you are engaged with it, even though they're not right in front of you, you're, you're feeling that energy and you're imagining it. So right. even though it really is, it's happening, it's there for you, but that is, that is really great. Has there been a song in particular that has resonated more deeply in, in some of the most recent live streams or anything like that, that you were surprised by? Was there something that, that got a lot of reaction? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the live streaming, I, I, I didn't focus a huge amount on my own original material. I did share that. And I did play some of that. I did get a lot of good response back on my single that I, you know, have released early in the year, which is Sync. Uh, which of course is you know streaming on all different platforms. My little plug, shameless plug, but um, you know I got a lot of positive feedback on that because I feel like that's a song that a lot of people um, are connecting with. Uh, but I also got a lot of positive feedback on songs like "What's Going On" mm-hmm. uh, when I covered that uh, Marvin Gaye song. It's a classic that's very uh, appropriate today's time. I also got a lot of feedback, uh, interestingly enough, on a whole lot of love um, mm. by Zeppelin, uh, because that's kind of a song where I can just kind of uh, let loose on the guitar and just kind of, you know, as people say, shred. So that's been an opportunity for people just to see the uh, musician aspect of me kind of let loose. And so that's fun. And um, it's good to be able to do that. And, you know, I think. I think that's something that, you know, as a musician and as an artist in this time period is that you have to be able to be open to just um, go where um, where you maybe wouldn't go before. And when in doing that, that allowed, you know, people to see some things that they maybe wouldn't have seen before. And they respond. They respond very positively. Right. Right, where it's maybe it's something that you wouldn't normally do and sort of the introspection and going through the catalog where we, we can transition now into influencers and, and people who, who really inspired you as an artist and now taking the time to dive back into some of that material and, and release it in your own voice. Love to hear about 
people who, who really inspire you? Who are some of the greats? And, and I also will, will, of course, talk about some of the people that you were able to share the stage with as well. But what, it, what has it been like for you to sort of get back into the artists who really move you? There's so many different artists that have uh, influenced me and, you know, inspired me and still inspire me to this day. And so, uh, you know, it's a long list, but I mean, there's, there's obviously, you know, some of the ones that, you know, are visible through my music. Uh, and, you know, I think that that's something that, you know, every artist should not be ashamed of or shouldn't run away from um, because that's, you know, that it's kind of like you're, they're like the 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 brand they're like the foundation of the tree and you're just a you know an extension of that and then it just keeps growing and growing and then hopefully someday someone else will be able to include you in that um mix but um some of those uh, foundational artists are um james brown he's definitely been uh, a huge influence but also on you know many artists that i've been influenced by as well too um, you know, Stevie Wonder has been one, uh, Jimi Hendrix, obviously, and uh, definitely Prince has been one as well, too. All of those, they, 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 they've spoken to me and they still speak to me now through their music. Uh, and I feel like many of them, you know, I, I'm still going to school um, when I listen to their music because uh, you can go back and you can learn so much from them as performers, as writers, as um, as just people who have learned how to communicate very effectively, um, you know, with, uh, with an audience. Yeah, that's great. And you say a very important word, which is the foundation. And I think that was something that in our conversations and going back and forth and trying to learn about how we have developed our sound, where's that coming from? I think there there's something really to be said about teaching yourself the history of of music and the legacy that these people have and that that it's sustained over time that it becomes timeless. Shaka Khan is a name that comes to me because I I was just so floored when I when I did see one of your posts that you had opened for her. Was there something there in that experience in sharing the stage with her um, and any interaction you may have had that taught you to, to level up to, to greatness? What was, what was that like? Yeah, it, um, it was definitely an amazing experience um, because to me, she's, she is an icon. And, you know, there's really no other way to put it. I mean, you know, you can say Shaka and people know what you're talking about. Uh, she's, she has a truckload of hits. Uh, she is bad. She's sassy. She's sexy. She's, she's Shaka, right? She's every woman, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, having that opportunity really, and when you say level up, yeah, it, it, it forced me in my mind to, to continue to, to challenge myself. Uh, just to look at myself in a way um, that would allow me to make that jump to to that level. Um, because, again, you know, when you're at a level like her, there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of dedication. There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of focus that's put into that. And so 
Um, when you say, you know, how do I, you know, how do I reference that as far as in, you know, growing and trying to increase my excellence? It just made me want to work harder. It made me want to um, perform better. It made me want to give my all even more. Um, and it made me want to focus more on the aspect of being more in tune with the music. Um, because again, when you think about some her songs, you think about uh, classics, you think about, like I said, you know, hits that um, people uh, to this day remember, people to this day sing. And so, it, you know, at first when, you know, I was, I was working with a, a promoter and when he mentioned the name, it, it kind of, <laughs> kind of, you know, threw me back because it's like, again, it's like, okay, that's who she is. But then I thought, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. This is who I'm supposed to be. Right. So in a way, mm-hmm. and I don't say this in a conceited way, but in a way it's like, okay, that's what my expectation of myself is. And again, you know, that's something that I aspire to, but I also sit back and think, yeah, I, that is me. That's who I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be on that level. So let me continue to move forward with that. Right. Right. And that's, I think that is a really important piece is, is the levels. And we're always, we're that you had mentioned earlier in, in talking about the sort of the coffee house gigs to the, you know, now, now we have 25, 30 people and now I'm moving towards, a uh, hundred, and now I'm in front of a crowd supporting uh, a major recording artist, and it's all about that visualization of getting getting there, and right. and seeing that for yourself and painting that picture. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. That's that's beautiful. What has some of your recent material in your writing style? What has that shown you about your growth? What I've really been trying to do, as you mentioned, you know, to, to grow as a as a songwriter, and that's the thing that we try to do ongoing, is just always to get better and better and to progress in how we communicate. And studying those greats, you know, those greats that, you know, have iconic hits that are, again, sung by people all over the world, um, you know, you, you become a student. And I think that's what I've been able to do is to become more of a student uh, over the last you know, five, seven years, maybe even a little less than that, but just to kind of really fine tune on um, what is it that goes into a song that's memorable. And I think sometimes as artists, we want to be like, oh no, we're just creating from, you know, our hearts and our spirits and, and, you know, it's just so raw. And I think there's some of that, but I think that you, you can do that once you've learned, right? Um, you know, a, a person doesn't become a master without becoming a student first, right? So, um, so it's important to be able to study those who already have mastered. And one of the things that I've really, uh, and it's one word that really stands out to me that I've really been focusing on more, uh, which is melody. Mm. And um, because again, I come from that world of James Brown funk and just a groove, and you know, grooves or something like where you know you get into it and you can just go to that, right? It's just that's something that's so raw. But um, people remember melodies and people remember uh, things that are um, common to them and familiar to them. I don't want to say catchy because that has a kind of a you know maybe a bad connotation to it but again something that's familiar to them and something that they can instantly recognize and you know i've i've had an opportunity to um work with some great people 
And on my last um, single that I worked on, and some other songs that I worked on, I worked. I had a chance to work with a gentleman by the name of uh, Chuck Alcazian. He's a uh, Grammy-winning producer, recording engineer, and he's worked with some big-time names, Donna, Eminem, and you know, and a lot of great people, Soundgarden and stuff like that. And still, uh, you know, just working with him, bouncing ideas off of uh, you know another individual who's you know, who's got experience as well, too. That's something that um, I'm opening up to more and more as well now, too. And so I think all of that is just to be able to, again, to kind of um, sculpt away at, again, the, the, the vision that you want to show to people and, you know, to be able to get something that instantly they can connect to and recognize and feel and then um, remember. In order to get to a melodic place for yourself, I know some of the tactics that I've had to to change up my writing style. Do you just go for an instrument? Do you do you go to the piano and you just try to lay something out? Do you have a different approach that's sort of taken you out of your comfort zone? Yeah, um, you know, I'm traditionally speaking, I'm a guitarist, okay. but I also but I also play other instruments as well too and so you know i've you know i I might get an idea from anywhere though i mean i might sit on the drums and and get an idea that way i might be playing bass and get a groove that way or might be playing a guitar and uh or i might just be grocery shopping (laughs) uh that's where i actually got the idea for the song uh sing again you know my single um i happen to be grocery shopping and you know, it was music in a grocery store of all places, and then the song just came to me, and it came to me in a in the beat and how it was supposed to be constructed and how it kind of was supposed to be built in the foundation, and then the melody. I mean, well, not the melody, but the kind of the groove that came along with it, and then you just start humming something, right? And I just start humming it, and I'm like, okay, let me capture that on my phone, which I did, and then when I tried to translate what I was hearing, picked up my guitar and then I heard it that way. And then I said, okay, that's good. And then when I got to the piano, it turned into something completely different. And so what I've, what I've been able to try to do, what I'm trying to do is to let whatever voice needs to speak for that song speak. So if it is a guitar dominated song, which I have had some in the past, um, then I'll go with that. But if it's not, then I'll go with whatever instrument that it is that's going to try to convey or connect the melody. And, and so that's, that's really how I've been writing lately is I hear something and then I try to translate that. Um, But there has been a, you know, a little bit of purposeful, like focus on, on melody. Um, And I don't know if that's been something that, again, that I have now put in inside myself to be able to uh, to just be normal now, because, again, that's something that I focused on. And so now it comes out more. So now I'll, you know, uh, and I think I was talking to you about it before, like, you know, it was one day a couple of weeks ago where I, you know, I, I woke up and I, you know, my guitar was right there and I picked up the guitar and I played four chords. And I played him again, and then I was like, okay. And then the next thing I know, like eight hours later, I had like a full song, 
and it had melody and all these other different pieces to it. Um, but it, it came because I just kept building on top of it and I kept hearing things. So I just went with it. It just has me thinking about the idea of you really, really being a true artist because a true artist allows themselves to learn. They allow themselves to grow and try things from a different perspective. Is there a certain message now that you're trying to access more of, or is it just, again, coming from a more organic place, just a feeling that you're having, or is it intentional? Is there something uh, theme-oriented in mind that you're going for? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, no, honestly, I... Um, I'd like to think, and in fact, there, and maybe this will be something for another conversation. There's some things that I'm actively kind of working on right now that I feel like, you know, will be really, really, really hot and really cool, uh, coming up, uh, maybe some latter part of the year where I'm just feel like I'm just going to throw some, some really hot stuff together. But with the music that I've done recently, um, you know, like that the one song, which is um, Last Dance, which I haven't released yet, but, um, you know, it was a song that I was was talking about. Um, the music, again, kind of wrote itself. And then I heard, you know, the, the melody and, and me humming it. And sometimes you can just, you know, I think I heard, I could be wrong, but I think Paul McCartney or one of, you know, one of the Beatles was saying that, you know, you would just hum something, you just keep humming it over and over again. And then words would come to that. And I've kind of always been that way too, to let the song write itself. Mm -hmm. um, but again, with trying to, again, go back to the, the, the foundation of effective songwriting, which is something that's accessible, something that's familiar to people. And so sometimes I'll be humming something and something will come out and I'm like, mm, that's not it, <laughs> you know, because it's not, it's not necessarily what I want to convey. And so I'll just keep letting that just stew for a little bit. And then it's almost like, you know, it comes and then you're like, yeah, that's exactly what the words that are supposed to fit and whatever those syllables that you were humming or uh, the melody that was there. And, and then you find something that's, you know, that's the right communication for that song. So, Right, right. And that was sort of an approach that I took on, on this latest material is to let the soundscape evolve and, mm -hmm. and let the words come to me a little bit later. And mm -hmm. I think I had, I, I probably taken a little bit of time off from writing. I forgot how long exactly, but it was a little while. And talking about being a student again, I, I probably watched Running Down a Dream, the Tom Petty documentary, the Eagles, uh, Sting documentary, all of this stuff and just their approach. Another great one is called Sound Breaking. It was a PBS special that was fantastic about uh, the art of recorded music. But there was something inside of me that, that wanted to become that student again and, and learn from a new perspective and, and just similar to what you're saying, you know, create the mood, create, and I, and you lit up, you're like, I've got some stuff. So it's really great that, that you're, you're feeling that train moving forward despite the world around and still seeing that vision for yourself and hearing it as well. 
from yeah. a, from a really new place. It sounds like. Yeah, and and in fact, in uh, not that I'm trying to prime the pump, but in a way, I'm I'm in this case, I'm actually like when you said think about it as far as the themes that what i've been writing so you know recently hasn't had any real theme to it other than you know my my nature is you know to be hopeful and to be optimistic and to be faithful and to look at the world in a you know in a positive light and a loving light um but what what i was i was given something recently that i felt i feel is going to be uh, something that will be thematic and something that will be um, something will be that a lot of people will really enjoy. So I love that. And, you know, um, to really be able to communicate love and communicate, um, you know, why we're here, you know, and the enjoyment of things while we're here. Uh, I think that you know, one of the best ways to do that is to do it in a way that it, you know, it, it connects to just not just your head and not, maybe not even your heart, but your soul. And so, you know, my, my foundation really is, as a musician, as an artist, as a singer, as just a kid, uh, wasn't in a church. And, you know, to be re- real about it, you know, there aren't any real, really great musicians that I'm really aware of, you know, the great greats in my mind that didn't have that connection to the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know that James Brown, you know, learned so much what he did, brought that to the world and showed them that, um, you know, I know so much of what Stevie does comes from that source. Um, you know, so much of what Prince did and does, you know, did, um, was, spiritual music um you know i mean but he he was genius in a sense of uh <laughs> writing spiritual music that was actually pop music and i don't know if there are very many people that um were have been able to do it as he did but i mean when you really think about it i mean the guy said that let's go crazy was really a song about the devil and mm-hmm. you know, fighting and people don't think anything about it other than, Oh, it's a fun, happy rock song. And it's got a great groove to it. Um, and so many other tunes that, you know, we could name and so many other artists, you know, like Aretha Franklin, who, you know, when she sings, you know, that she's, she's not just singing to your head. She's singing, she's reaching somewhere um, that's to the core of you. And there's a reason why you want to start crying when you hear her really go there because she's not just singing to your head or even your heart. She's singing through to your soul, you know, soulful music. And, you know, because that connects us, I think, to our creator. I think that connects us to God. It connects us to um, our souls where, again, how how we're supposed to communicate uh, with each other and uh, uplift each other and encourage each other and challenge each other and make each other feel better. And so when I'm able to do that, um, and there are times when I feel that I have been able to go there, uh, there are some original tunes that I've felt blessed to be able to perform and write. Um, and I feel like they've been able to connect with uh, people along that line. And there's nothing like that. I mean, that's, to me, that's the ultimate. Right. uh, To be able to get there. And to sing your truth. So as I'm listening to you, 
and hearing the the correlation between the two and and having that that faith and something that you look to i feel when i was having a difficult time writing again my producer and co-writer asked me to seek truth and get more spiritual than I ever had. I've always been, but to really start meditation, start getting back to the, the readings and little by little, I've, I've started to expand that outward and be much more consistent with it. And when I came back to the word truth, that, that also reminded me of, of what's real in our world too and what's real in my life to be able to write from that space and get a voice to that. So it's great to, like you said before in the beginning of this conversation, the idea of foundation and being able to learn from that, that place of um, honesty and purity and then, and then just putting your personality on it. So that's Correct. great. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. I think that's, that's the thing, because again, we're, we're, um, we're drawn from a source and we're all trying to um, put our own individual personality to it. Uh, and that's what makes it great. That's what makes it something where uh, there's so many voices that can and should be heard. And, you know, it's like you lend to the conversation and you, um, you say, hey, here's what I would like to say. Cool. If you dig it, if not, no big deal. But you know, here's my contribution to the to the conversation. So, I love that. And you know, I think that maybe just the last piece, because there's just so much here that is so valuable, and I I absolutely feel very grateful for your time today and to contribute to what I'm doing as well, which is talking about that journey and the creative process and getting to know your evolution. Is there something right now um, that is keeping you motivated? What is one little thing that, that kind of keeps you consistent in a world where things are just not what they used to be? What's something that's working for you? Well, it, it, it's kind of a through line with what we're talking about. You know, kind of explain it. It's like, yeah, the, the faith that things will get better. Uh, the faith that, uh, that there's, an, there's a tomorrow to what we're going through today. And, you know, and that definitely comes from my faith, um, you know, my personal faith, my faith in God. It's just a belief that things um, can get better, even though they may look uh, the darkest right now. And, and that, that settles me, um, because, you know, if I really were to think about it, I know that for a lot of people, this has been really, really hard and don't get me wrong. There have been a lot of moments when I've been like, okay, what am I doing? Uh, should I do anything? Um, do I even feel like doing anything? Um, why am I going to, you know, write a new song now? Because, you know, you know, whatever. So I know those feelings. I know that people are going through it. And for the people who may or may not be able to rely on their faith, it's been very, very hard. Um, And so what I've been focusing on is, you know, thinking about tomorrow and thinking about, like we talked about earlier, about visualizing and seeing the crowds again, 
right? Yes. Even though you can't see them right now, um, but visualizing the crowds and seeing them in the future. And that's actually still driven me. Um, and I'm actually um, had opportunity to interact with uh, phenomenal. Um, I, I don't know if I can call him a friend. I hope I can call him a friend, but uh, through, you know, Jordy and uh, Gina, an opportunity to interact with Jonathan L. He's an international radio um, DJ out of Berlin and uh, was talking with him about a couple different things and shared a song with him and another person. And I wasn't even really trying to share it from like a release type of thing because I released it a few years ago. And he's like, I want to hear that song. I want to put that song on one of my shows again. And I, and I thought about it and said, you know what, maybe this is something that um, I would like to do. And so we've been talking about different things of going, you know, as far as in music and him saying, hey, I think you should consider, you know, going overseas and doing stuff with your music. And that's something actually I had already been thinking about doing. I had been to uh, uh, Copenhagen four years and years ago, uh, but only for a short amount of time. And so what I was thinking about was really focusing on, and this is something that I'm planning on doing, which is to release music over in the UK and over in Europe and um, visualize myself getting there again, mm -hmm. getting there and, you know, being with the crowd. And so I'm going to be releasing some music over there and uh, doing some promotion and uh, just going with it. And because right now, you know, right now is the time. You know, if we wait until everything is, you know, okay again, then you're going to be behind, be behind. And so I've decided you know, with my, you know, decided upon myself that I'm going to sow seed now and uh, when it doesn't look like it's going to rain, but that's when you should. So I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to say thank you so much. I'm inspired by inspired people, and I feel that our meeting through the, the mutual connection with Jordy has brought in uh, such a perspective on sort of the common questions for a musician right now, but just having your personality on it and, and that visualization, I... I, I just feel like I need to meditate on that. That is that is a really great perspective that I have not thought about. And it almost gets me back to inner child and thinking about that eight-year-old girl with big dreams. And you just you just keep going. And so thank you, you for your – that's it. Thank you for your voice and your talent and your visualization and, and that you, you're, you're going and that you keep moving forward. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you for the, for the time and for the interview. Absolutely. If you want to learn more about the process, creativity, and the journey, check out my website, catspinamusic.com. Thank you again for listening. You're gonna make it your